they uh, certainly would can use uh, help there, and uh, thank the Lord for them. Uh, tonight, Philippians chapter 2, if, you, if you're there, let's stand. I'm going to read a couple of verses as we get on into the scriptures and look at it, and just pray the Lord will bless us in a special way. Uh, let's begin at just two verses there, starting at verse 3, Philippians 2, 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Father, we thank you for your word and just pray, Lord, that uh, I pray for myself. Father, I know uh, I need your hand to guide me and to not let me make mistakes, say things that I shouldn't. And I ask that you will you will guide my words here as I speak and that everything will be according to your word and uh, will, will strengthen us and help us in our everyday lives and, 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 and be a, a glory and an honor to your name because you, you're, my Jesus is everything. I just want to glorify your name. I ask it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Here the Apostle Paul is uh, addressing the Philippians. And this, if you read this and study a, a lot of uh, Paul, you, you, will, you will know that Philippians were really special folk for Paul. A lot of things happened there for him. And he had a, he had a deep, a deep love for them, and you can sense it. And uh, and one of the uh, one of the overriding themes of the book of uh, Philippians is is joy. It's about joy. You you'll find joy, uh, rejoicing, or rejoice. Those type of words you'll find it oh fifteen twenty times through the the book of Philippians. And uh, and I and I think. Uh, you know that a lot of what Paul gives here in, to the Philippians that he gives in, to other people also in in certain things. But uh, I think that there's a connection there for this this joy and and the the joy that we can experience in our lives. I believe has a has a lot to do with how we live our lives. Okay, and I say that because uh, I believe. Um, as we look right here uh, in this verse three that that I read, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Uh, how many realize that 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 well, you can do that? You can do the, you can do things through strife and vainglory. You know the just the strife and the strife is just is people. It's People striving with one another with different thoughts or different things in their life or different desires and all of these type of things, you know. And, and also the vainglory, which we'll run into that some more. And that vainglory, just a, 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 just a, a pride issue really is what, what it is. But let's, don't, don't let anything be, be done like that. And, and, I, and I say these things, and as I look at it, and, and, and these things are not easy. I mean, listen, folks, we are fallen creatures we live in the flesh i mean that's we're in these fleshly bodies 
that that's there that's that we have to deal with those sort of things and none of these things come would just it would be nice if they would come natural but they don't come natural and that's the reason Paul's having to say look <laughs> let's let's work at doing these things right uh, each one of us each one of us the only one we need to really focus on is ourselves and and how we uh, how we stack up in in what we're doing but it says but but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. So tonight, I titled this as I was thinking about it and looking at this stuff. I just, I just titled it "Others, Others." You know, there, 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 there's some, there's, there's somebody else in the world besides me. Okay, there's others. I mean, uh, others is, is, that's not me. That's somebody else. And so it says to, to esteem others. It says esteem others better than themselves. You know, I, I don't know. I don't do that all the time. To esteem others better than me. As a matter of fact, I, I, I from time to time have found, found great comfort and joy in knowing that I really felt like I was better than somebody else. Am I by myself in that? You know, so I, 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 I esteem them lesser than me, and that made me feel good. You, want, you see what I'm saying? So, but it's, it, Paul's saying here, uh, but in lowliness of mind, and, and, and just keep in mind these two verses are proceeding where, uh, where he says, let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus, Okay. That's and and he's he's laying these things out there on what Christ did as as the example, but he leads up to it says, but for us, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. So that right off, I, I realize doesn't come easy. But then it goes on to say, look not every man on his own things, but every man also. And that little also kind of turned that whole thing when it said also. Uh, on the things of others. Because when you, you, the first line I read in four, it says, look not every man on his own things. That means like, a, you know, don't, don't be concerned whatsoever about your, your own self, okay? And that's not really what he's meaning because we do, have to, we do need to be concerned about our own selves and our families and taking care of ourselves and doing those type of things, okay? We do need to do that. But what he's talking about here. Is don't don't be don't, don't just be wrapped up in yourself and your things, and that's all that matters. See, as a matter of fact, I think the ESV, the, this is the way the ESV give this uh, Philippians two four. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. Okay, so he's not telling us that we 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 shouldn't take care of our own interests, things that 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 we need to do or made, but that's that's you can't get carried away with that to the to where you don't care at all about other people. I believe I believe that's one of the one of the great problems in uh, that we see in our society today is that no one cares about anybody but themselves and my rights and who I am and my my group or who I stand for or who I am and all of these type of things and, and nobody, I mean, and, and that's the focus and nothing else matters. Nobody else matters. I, 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 I matter. 
See, that's, that's completely contrary to God's word, but we know that, 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 that society, the secular society and the world in general, that's, they don't operate by this. But they don't, and I wouldn't either. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit of God and this Word, I wouldn't operate the way I do. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I, 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 I wouldn't. I'd just do what I like to do. I guess because I can't. I can't imagine what I would be without God's Word and how it changed. I just, I just could. I can't imagine. I ain't no telling what I'd be. So I give Him all the praise for it. But His Word has taught me. And I, believe, I have believed his word. I've been raised on his word. And I believe it's true. I believe it's God's word. And I believe that what he says and the way that he asks us to live is a better way to live for, for everyone. And the reason I, and, and Joel got me a book for Father's Day and I just started reading a little bit of it by uh, Eric McTaxis, but it called, it, it's, it's, uh, it's entitled, if, if We Can Keep It, If We Can Keep It. But that's just a line from ben, Benjamin Franklin that when the framers of the Constitution, whenever they, they laid it out and put it together the way that they, they wanted it to be to form a government for a, a, a nation that's just, just getting started, when they came out, there was a woman, he had called her name, I can't remember who her name, but there was a woman that said, that said uh, Dr. Franklin, do we, have a, <laughs> do we have a republic or an anarchy? And his answer was, Ma'am, you have a republic if you can keep it. If you can keep it. Because see, when it says, we the people, that's whose responsibility is to keep it. It's the people. It, it was laid out that way. And something these framers, something these framers knew was two things they had to deal with that needed to be prevalent. And it's almost like it was at this time in history of all time right here with this country and where it was and the people that were here that was, had got these colonies established. It was who they were and what they believed was, was the only place in history where that could have even been tried. Where people, you don't have a king or somebody tell you that has authority or somebody that's the strong man that's the dictator and says this is what we're doing, those type of things. People, you didn't make your own decision, but they, they've coming up with something that nobody ever thought, thought about. You, we, we, you know, the people's going to govern themselves. But the two things that they knew was number one, that men were fallen creatures. They knew that. Why do you think they put checks and balances in that government? Your, your legislative and your, your, your executive and your your judicial and these because to, to 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 regulate and spread power a little bit you could one person calls that you why could not one person have power because they knew that one person can't handle power because we're fallen creatures so you got to deal with that you have to deal with that they knew that we can't change that but here was the second thing the only thing that comes close to changing that is those people that believe in God and believe in, in God's word and that they are religious people that, that, that go by this word. Therefore, these fallen creatures, in, in, in a sense, they govern themselves. They have self-control because they've been taught it from God's word on how to live. And if you can live like that and you can control yourself, then you're a people, a type people, that can have a self-government with people. But the, and and, and they, were, they had it. Those people, for the most part, those people were 
were led by God's Word. They knew they were fallen creatures. If you, well, I tell you what, you go look at that New England primer that they used as a school book in the 1700s. Right up front, you'll find out you're a fallen creature. That, that, and that and there's a God, and, and He created you, and that we live, that we live to serve Him. That's that sort of thing. And, and, the, and the, so the fact of it was that in order for them to, to, to govern themselves, they, did, they, didn't, they could not be concerned about their own self. This was a broad thing. See, when you go in to see, it, it's changed though, hasn't it? So we got, have you ever heard of special interest groups? They in it for the special interest group. That's what they're concerned for. Okay, that's, that's, that sort of thing. That's the reason I got to think, and I got to looking at this is, is you know, if, if we would just, uh, just live like the, the Bible said, don't, don't be so wrapped up in yourself, you know, to have that self-control and be willing to say, hey, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm interested in your needs. It's not all about me. As a matter of fact, I may even lay my interests aside here a little bit and let, let's work on your interests. I'm willing to lay mine down. Where You don't hear much of that. So let's look at that. If you will, I'm just, I'm just going to go through quickly through the word because, this, I mean, I just the number one thing, and let's go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15 is laying down our lives, to lay, lay down our lives. And if, if, you're going to, if you're going to care about somebody else and, you're, and their interests, there's, there's just going to be times where you're, you're going to have to lay yours aside. It's just it's going to happen. And, and especially with, in, in a, within a church, church people need to understand and know this. You know, it can't, all be, it can't always all the time be my way. It can't always be the way that I would do it. I, you know, I mean, it's just, just the way it is. Whether it's the, the preaching or the teaching or the, the singing or whatever, you know. or it, it's, it's just, you're not, there's times that you're, it's not going to be what you want it to be. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to fight tooth and nail to get it that way. I'm going to get it that way, or I'm going to try. Well, give me the scripture they own that. Where did it say you just do, you fight tooth and nail to get your way? It doesn't do that. See, this church belongs to one a lot bigger than us. This is God's church. The believers, I'm talking, that's who I'm talking to. They, they belong to him. I guarantee you he can take care of them. He can get them right. He'll do it. But man, there's a whole lot of little petty stuff that doesn't need to be there and it's simply because I just, you know, I want, I want my way. I mean, it's, as a matter of fact, it's, you can find inside here what you can find inside the two-year-old nursery. Isn't that a laugh? I want my way. You know? As a matter of fact... <laughs> Tonda's doing this with my, my grandson, Lincoln, Lace's little boy. He's obsessed and crazy with trains. I think they need to do something with him about that, give him something else. But he just loves trains. He just, I mean, it's just, and when he's in there in the nursery, where when there's trains in there, you, all, you know who those trains belong to. 
Now, there's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous for any of them others to think that they're going to play with these trains. It's my train. Isn't that funny? But isn't it funny that grown ups act the same way? Sometimes it ain't over a train set, but other things. So anyway, Tonda's starting practice with him. She's got him. Lincoln, people are more, than, more important than, he said, trains. <laughs> people are more important than trains. I don't know that he's bought in with his whole heart yet, but at least he knows the answer. People are more important than trains. And people are more important than your personal desires very often. Very often. So we have to learn to maybe lay down our lives. Let's look at this. I spent too much time there, but that's all right. In John chapter 15, here's Jesus speaking. This is in the the, the, the discourse there of just before he's, uh, just wonderful scripture to hear, just before he's crucified. It says, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. So continue ye in my love. Like the Father's loved me. This, that's the way I've, I've, I've loved you. I've loved you with the Father's love. You know, in John, in First John over here, he talks about God is love. And so and that's the kind of love I've loved you with, he says. Continue you in that. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in his love. But keeping his commandments. And he's going, in a few minutes, he's going to tell us what a commandment is. Said, now listen to this. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Okay, I don't know about y'all. I like that. I mean, I like the, I like the, 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 the scripture there. I don't know exactly, just exactly what, all I know is it says that I can have joy to the full. I think. I think it said that. And I like that. That your joy might be full. Then he says, this is my commandment, that ye love one another. But he didn't just leave it there, did he? How are we to love one another? As I have loved you. Okay? So we pinpointed that, hadn't we? To love one another as I've loved you. Now how did he show his love to us? How did he love us? He gave his life for us. Not that we deserved it. Not that, that he, he looked forward to all the pain and heartache and suffering that he was going to go through. I mean, he even prayed in the garden and said, Simony, Lord, say any other way. It wasn't something he was going to be pleasant for him. But he did it. So when he says this is that you love one another as I've loved you and talks about keeping a commandment, look at it, it says, he goes on to say, if you're going to love one another, love them like I did, greater love have no man, no man than this. Now, that's, a, that's a, great, a true, very true statement. And he's going to say, this is what I'm going to do. But he says, greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Very true. But now he's just told me that I want you to love like I did. So you can say, well, he's speaking to, he's speaking about himself there, laying down his life for his friends. I can't lay down my life for my friends, not in the manner that, 
He laid down his life. I can't do that. The only one that could lay down their life for me in that manner was Jesus Christ himself. But he said, but I want you to love one another just like that. In other words, I want you to be able to lay your life down, things that matter in your life that you're willing to set them aside for the interest of somebody else. This ain't a fun sermon at all here. I mean, it's just, you know. Let's just get on through this thing. We'll get to the house in time to watch somebody play baseball, college world series, or something's on. I think. So, you know, y'all know I'm just kidding. Y'all look like y'all about to leave. Because <laughs> these things they, they they hit home, and and every one of us needs to we look at ourselves. I think it's good to just take that check every now and then of ourselves. But uh. Just this, this laying. So when when you talk about that, you know, esteeming someone better than yourself, you basically are saying, "I'm willing to lay my desires down for someone else." You know, and and just there's, I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of stuff in there and things that go on in people's lives, but it's but I believe that each one of us individually, no matter what's happening in our life, who we're dealing with, whatever's going on, that if we keep these things in remembrance, we can remember it will help us. It will help us to more watch ourselves and guard ourselves when we're dealing with other folks and things that they want or things that they're doing or whatever, we, even things we don't like that they're doing, whatever. But in, let's go to Romans. Let's continue to look at this, in this here about laying down our lives. Romans 12.10. Romans 12.10. Apostle Paul tells, uh, there's a long list of uh, uh, Christian virtues, a way of Christian living there. But in, in, in verse 10, he said, Be kindly affection." one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. In honor preferring one another. <clears throat> and um, that in, in, in honor preferring one another, in the, the affection of being kindly affectionate one another, that honor, if you look at that word, it comes from a word that, that means value. Value. It even, even, even had something to do with money, but... We're talking of value. So in other words, and I believe this, we should value each other. Okay? That there's value. Marianne, there's value in you. And I need to recognize it and see it. Amen? It's, and, and the, you know, you, you honor someone because they've done something great or big or something like that. The word honor is actually... Come, for it, of the, the value of that, something that's precious is what it says, something precious, and, and there's value. So in, for us to, to, to value uh, and, the, and the love, the preferring, the preferring is, is also from, is a word that means to lead uh, the way for others, to lead the way for others. So what he's, and based on what it's saying here, and here, let me, I'll read it to you in the ESV, and I think, in other words, he's saying here, outdo one another in showing honor. All right? Outdo one another in showing honor. In other words, go out of your way. You be the, you be the one that honors people and sees the value in people. Do you know that people, it don't take long for people to be around you to care, and, and they'll know whether you care anything about them or not. It don't take too long. And you know, how, how hard is it to go out of your way to make somebody feel like they got some value and that they're special? You know, you can do that. I mean, you can do that to somebody that you just assume hit them in the mouth. 
but say, no, I ain't going to hit him. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make him feel special. I'm going to tell him something good about him, something whatever. So you say, you, do you understand? You, I laid down what I really might have wanted to do. To do something better for him. You know, and I mean, I, I, I'm bad about using exaggerations like that because they paint a better picture. I think you understand that, you know, whatever, whatever it is that, I, that sometimes I need to lay my, lay it down and just take care of, of them and, be, be, and to, to show honor. And, I, and I'm telling you, that, that's altogether different than what the world looks like. And that's, that's what, to me, that's what a church should be like that, that when people come in, they, they find people that care about one another, that love one another, that ain't bickering and fighting, that sort of thing. I mean, and, 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 and you, have to, you, you have to work at making that happen. I mean, Paul's giving these things, and he's, he's giving it to people besides the Philippians because these things, it just doesn't come to us. So just, just do it, in other words. Be the Nike on this thing. God's word said it. Well, just do it. Do it and try to do it. So that, that, you know, just go out of your way to be the one that's uh, outdo uh, in this showing honor to one another. But also, here's another thing that you need to be careful of, and this is in Romans chapter 14. We're thinking of others. We should care about others. We, hey, listen here. I have said it myself, and you probably have. I don't care what they think. Have, y'all, have you ever said anything like that? I mean, you can get Ben. I say, I don't care what they. I think, I think he's saying it. I believe y'all hear him. He picked right up on that. I don't care what you think. And sometimes you probably should. A lot of times you probably should, especially your brothers and sisters in the church. So you should care. Romans fourteen thirteen. This is the chapter, boy, Romans 14, where Paul comes down on those who are judgmental, judging people, looking at people, you know. I've, of, I've often used this, <laughs> you know, people doing something, you know, that they ought not to be doing or you don't think they ought to be doing, and you tell them you don't think they ought to be doing, that sort of thing. You know, and a lot of times people, way back, I don't know how, probably most people here don't know that I used to chew tobacco, Okay. And back before that, I smoked cigarettes. Wait, Terry, get that off of the tape. <laughs> I didn't mean that. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But I don't do that anymore. But you ain't, you ain't ever heard me telling people, you ought to not be a chewing that dip in my goodness. Look at that round circle on his back pocket. He's dipping. How many of y'all think dipping's a good thing? I've seen it happen many times. Tell you what I have seen. I've seen somebody shooting back and off just for ages. And then all of a sudden, the Lord got into their life and just convicted them of it. They threw it down. It never chewed another, another chew. But next Sunday, they went preaching. 
You're the quit like chewing. I quit. Y'all need to quit. That attitude. Why don't you just give God the glory that he gave you the ability to quit or the desire to quit or whatever and pray for those that they do the same thing. A whole lot better instead of making it. I tell you, because I've had people holler at me when I when I Man, I had a boy fell at the railroad. If there's any way I could have got somebody to bump him off, I might have paid him a little bit. Because he stayed on me all the time and he was by half crazy. But one thing he believed in was you don't need to be chewing. Not if you was a Christian then. He, he, he was in my face every day. I don't know. Maybe the Lord used him to finally get me. I don't know, but I finally quit. I, I, just, I didn't even intend to bring that up. I wish I hadn't now. But anyhow, you get, my, you get what I'm saying? Is that they're judgmental. And that's what Paul was addressing in Romans chapter 14. They were judging people that some people wanted to eat the meat offered to idols. That it was fine. It said it ain't unclean. That's all. That's, that's Old Testament. Don't worry about that. Just do it. And this man said, no, I just can't bring myself to do it. Just don't feel right. Well, you're just going to need it anyhow. Well, he's violating his own conscience. You just don't do that. Paul said in verse 13, let us therefore, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Did you understand? Quit judging people. Don't, don't quit doing that. But if you want to judge something, turn the, turn the thing on you. Look at yourself and make sure that you ain't doing something that's hurting somebody because you think, by George, I'm right and I know what's right and you need to get right. So zero in on the fact that I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a stumbling block or occasion to, for, for, uh, to cause a, a brother problem. Because in verse 14, Paul goes on to say, I know, I know, and I'm persuaded of by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. He says, I know that. But to him who esteems anything unclean, to him it's unclean. That's his conscience talking to him. Maybe the Lord will change that, but right now what you've got to do is understand what you're dealing with and you handle yourself the way you're supposed to. That's going to benefit the other, the other person. So many times people want, or the reason they're blowing off and making such a ruckus on somebody is because they want to make themselves look like somebody. I don't chew anymore. I'm somebody now. You ain't. That's what it boils down to. You ain't concerned about him. The Bible says be concerned about other people. Care about other people. Be careful about other people. What you do, don't hurt other people. Wow, I, I believe that. I think I, I believe that's the right. I believe that's the word. And so each one of us have opportunity probably every day to either bless somebody or hurt somebody. You know, be what we need to be or not. You know, it's just in, in our everyday life. He says, I know it. But to him, that it, it's unclean. But, he says, now, but if thy brother be grieved at thy meat, in other words, you tell him, well, yeah, I'm eating it. It don't bother me. I could eat it. And, that, and, 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 that, and that's grieving him. Now walkest thou not terribly. In other words, you ain't showing love to him. You're not showing love to him. You're probably just trying to show off to him for your own self. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. In other words, let not then your good be evil spoken of. 
Yes, you're right. This is good. Paul said, I know without a doubt. It's not unclean. But if it's going to offend somebody, brother, ain't coming, he, he's a weaker brother. It starts out. It starts out, verse, the chapter 14 starts out, him that's weaker, weaker brother. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do what I can to encourage you. Okay. Think about what I'm saying. Think about what I'm saying. Think about why I'm saying it. I know this stuff, it can, it can get next to us sometimes, but I just believe these things are good. And, 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 and it's just that mindset of there's somebody besides me around here in this world, whatever. Think about them. Don't, you don't even, don't even like the sound of that, but think about, think about them. You know, Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, Paul's doing the same thing. And I like, he's talking to the Ephesians here about how to, about other people. Ephesians 4, verse 1, I love this. It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you it's called. If you're a Christian, walk like a Christian, the vocation in which you were called. That, what's it look like? With all lowliness and meekness. Lowliness is just an humbleness of mind. The meekness is, is a mild person, mild manner person. But also look at, you do it. <laughs> I mean, when we talk about walking worthy of the vocation we was called, he said, this is what it will, will look like. You know, you're not, the, you're not the proud braggart of who I am and trying to impress people. With all lowliness of mind, a mild, and not only that, long suffering, which means patient. You're patient. Golly, sometimes you just have to be patient with people. You do. Man, I, it's just examples come to my mind. Sometimes I want to but <laughs> Joel, my son Joel, ain't got a lot of patience when he's trying to show his mama how to do something on computer. Yeah. And I've heard Donna say, Joel, just please have patience with me. I don't know what it is, but uh, us old people can't grasp computers quick. It don't make sense sometimes. But I've seen it too many times. She likes to do things, and she, she jumps in and tries, but there's snags here, there. There's one little area. If you don't know how to do this, well, then you can't go no further. And she gets hung up. And he'll try to help her there. And then it's directly, Joel, could you come back here? I'm stuck again. You know, and, he, and it don't take long before she realizes that He's about lost his patience, you know. You know we, but we, have to, we need to be patient with people. That's a good, that's a good virtue to have. Long-suffering, that's what work means. You just, you, 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 uh, you have patience, long-suffering. And then forbearing one another in love. We get, we're about that, forbearing one another in love. But the, I love this forbearing, and as I looked in the, 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 the Greek on that, one of the examples it gives is it's, it's just simply I thought this was so good to put up with. So, y'all just have to put up with me. Yeah. To put up with, and that's what I mean. I mean, it's to, you may not like what's going on. You may, whatever, you may not agree with it. It may not just be you or whatever, the person. And, the, and, and folks, y'all all know, we know there's personality types that clash, Okay. But I tell you what, I believe the power of God can override those things if you allow it. That you can get along with people that you clash with. Do y'all believe that? I was afraid y'all didn't. 
for a minute there, but I believe that. It don't have to be a fight just because it's personality differences if they will go here. Because this one needs to be concerned about that one, and that one needs to be concerned about this one, and that makes that will make it make it right. The forbearing to put up with. So we see in this here the laying down. How you you may have to lay your feelings down at times. You must make who you are, whatever. Just kind of lay it down. And I'm not talking about trying to compromise God's word, the truth of God's word, and things like that. But my goodness, that's just issues that don't need to get so much fire as they do. But then here's the next thing I want to look at quick. And I've got 11 minutes and I can do it in nine. How's that? The second thing is when we talk about <laughs> laying down our lives is to realize that the flesh don't like to lay down. The flesh don't like to lay down. Okay. It goes against the, it goes against the grain. You just, we just have to realize that. And that's, that's who we are and admit to it. So we, that's the reason we have to work at it. But Galatians, because of the flesh, let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Good place to look at it real quick. It talks about the, 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 the flesh and the spirit, the works of the flesh and through the spirit. But the verses leading into that, which I, I may go there myself. Let me look at it real quick. Um, look at verse 13. We'll just start right there. It says that, for brethren, ye have, uh, y'all there say amen. Galatians 5, 13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty or freedom. You have a freedom. We have a freedom. See, and, and, and that's the thing. And we talk, and that's another thing I was thinking about when, when I was talking about that book I was reading about, the freedom. There's a liberty, justice for all. And this, that's the way it was established here. There's a freedom. There's a freedom in this country. But it's not a freedom to do whatever you want to do. Do you see what I'm saying? That's where the freedom got, gets messed up. The framers of the Constitution didn't lay a, a freedom out there for you to do anything, anything you wanted to, the freedom to do whatever. No. It was laid down for people who would guide their lives and, and not misbehave and be guided by the Word of God. They, those, hey, in other words, they, they could, they could self-govern them, themselves if they were able to govern themselves. Okay, in other words, flesh struggles with that. <clears throat> so we have a freedom only to use not this liberty or freedom for an occasion to the flesh. Don't use it for the flesh. I mean, do you understand that? That's what I said. We've got a freedom, but not a freedom to do what I want, what I want to do. No, no. You, the, your freedom is to do what? To, to love, but by love what? Serve, <clears throat> serve one another. That you have that, for, this is a freedom and a freedom to, not to, for the flesh, but a freedom to, to lo love and to serve. In love, serve one another. For all the law, and, and, and in, in Galatians here, what Paul was addressing was that they was trying to bring back in the law and the Judaizers and these things and mixing, mixing it all up with the, the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. He said, no, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need none of that. You don't, don't worry about that, trying to do the law. The, basically, all the law was was just it proved that the flesh couldn't do it. But then the flesh, the flesh, a lot of times these people wanting to do this, they would want to do it because of these things that they could do and they could say, I did it. There's pride. The flesh gets pride saying, I did that. I lived by the law. Well, you, might have, you may have done one thing. But he said, you, if you miss any of it, you broke it all. So he's saying the, the, the flesh is not going to work with the law. It's, 
but the flesh would, would want it because it, it can make the flesh look good. And I believe that. But it says <clears throat> that uh, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. We go back to others. The neighbor, that's, that's somebody besides yourself. The whole Bible, that's what, the Bible, that's what it's about. And with the greatest example there ever was of that happening was Jesus Christ and that his followers would do what they could to follow in his footsteps and live like that. I believe that. I believe that. And, and the only way they could even come, even get close is with the power of God living within them to be able to do that and love people like that. Call on the, whew, give me, God, give me the grace and mercy to love the way I should. Well, some people, you just have to do that, huh? Oh, God, help me love them, you know? Kathy and Matt were laughing at me. <laughs> so it said, all the law is fulfilled in this, love your neighbor yourself. But, the but, now, but if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you not be consumed one of another. Why did he say that? Anybody been bit lately? Anybody got any teeth marks? Well, you might not have any on your hide, but there may be some around somewhere. Because see, that's what the flesh does. The flesh destroys. It will. It operates on its own self, out of its own selfness. It will destroy. Listen to me, church member, <clears throat> believer, whatever. When you sit there and you begin to talk about somebody and you run them down, you're devouring. But are you operating in the spirit or the flesh? That's not a quiz. Y'all just, you can answer that on your own. When, you, when you're doing that, do you have to think, what am I doing? What am I doing here? Why am I talking about Stanley like that? Okay? And how many, how many in here are naive enough to believe that you hadn't never been talked about? I feel like I ain't never been talked about, but I know that my feelings ain't right. I'm sure I've been talked about in not too flattering of a way, okay? But I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't like to do that. And I, I mean, it, it, I've, I've done that myself. But if you ain't careful, you're out there before you know it, but when you, when you recognize it, just go ahead and shut her down <laughs> and back on up. Back on up and leave, you know, just don't, 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 don't be there. So you can see about this tearing and devouring this when you don't, when you don't care about <clears throat> the flesh devours. But then, and if you look in the works of the flesh, and I, real quick in there, you'll see in verse 9, 8, 19, 18, you'll see 20. You'll see stuff like uh, very emulations, wrath, strife, uh, envyings, uh, the, the jealousy. There's emulations. These type of things, you, that, 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 that's the flesh. And that's the kind of things that you, you might not run across uh, adultery, maybe uh, in, in church or something like that. There you might not have. But how about the envy and the jealousy and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's there. My goodness, it's there. But. That's the things that we work at. And I'm telling you right now, I believe that church, I just believe that churches need to work at it. And I believe the churches that do work at that, and they, they, get, they get it taught from here. This, there's a way to live. God's Word is the best way to do it. And I believe it's a good environment when you find a church that's doing that, trying to do that. You know, 
That's a good environment to be in. <clears throat> they might talk about it a little bit, but they'll catch it and back up. <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's, it's, that's, that's better than just rampant. I don't care what people think. Y'all agree with me on that? Okay, that's good. I think. Galatians, but you go on down to the Galatians 24, and it says, And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of that vainglory. That vainglory is self-conceit. That's what it is. In other words, it's an exceedingly proud of oneself. Okay, and I like to be exceedingly proud of a witty. I do, but uh, that's not a good thing. That's not a, that's not, that's not a good thing. That, that's what you, you're concerned about, who you are and how you look. Provoking, and that provoking one another means that, that word provoke means to irritate. Ain't not, I, don't, I don't irritate anybody, do I? Red, you ain't said nothing there. You're just giving me a grin. Irritate. Have you ever said, they just irritate me? Yeah, probably so. Probably so. But as it says, in provoking one another and envying, which is, is jealous, to be jealous of, envying one another doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be a part <clears throat> Of our, of Christians, but the only thing is, don't be naive enough to make try to make people think, oh, I've never had a jealous thought in my life. I'm too holy for that. I'm too holy for that. I don't. No. Nah. <clears throat> I will close, but what I I think when he said the, that my joy remain in you, that there's joy in living like that, caring about other people. Let me tell you something. Somebody that all they care about is themselves and who they are and all they want to talk about is themselves and who they are and what they've accomplished, they're miserable people. When you're wrapped up strictly in yourself, that's, that's miserable people. But the people that willingly will lay their life aside for someone else, I believe there's joy in, in living that in that way. And, I, and, and I'll close with this. I almost, Janice, I almost called you up to the piano. Goodness gracious. Man, just out of habit, man, just like that. But uh, I'll close with uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author or the captain or the leader of our and finisher of our faith. Who for what? The joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God the Father. For consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners, what he went through himself, lest you be weary and faint in your own mind. We ain't had to put up what he had to put up with. It, it, I, uh, in that joy, I just put, when, you, when you think about that, that joy that was before him. It wasn't a joy to go through what he went through, but he did it. He laid his life down. If we, in, in, what, just in, in, in Philippians where I started, let this mind be in you. Christ Jesus didn't think equality with God was something he had to hold on to. He was able to lay it down and, and go and to be a worm such as I, just like me, as Joel said, that he, he took on flesh so he, had, he was just like me and took care of my sin problem for me, he did that. 
And then he, 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 he goes back to the right hand of God the Father. That's where he's, where he's at there with the joy. But I just put down here this joy. It's the joy of the obedience to the Father. And the joy of laying down your life for others. It really is there joy. The flesh says, the flesh is just like, don't listen to that trash. It ain't, that ain't so. It is so. You'll have, you, will, you will have a better attitude, feel a whole lot better, have more joy within you if you're willing to lay yourself aside for the benefit of others. And when I say others, I'm talking about, for, for most all of us, the others is those that are close to us. Our family, our children, our grandchildren. I mean, a lot of times, hey, how about husbands and wives that's way on up in age and one of them's having to take care of one. They can't hardly take care of themselves, and they're they're spending their uh, their whole waking day and hours taking care of them. But they've laid their life down. They may not have thought to go. They laid it down, but they it's for them. It's for others or children. You lay. I, I was. I, I'm going to be here for the kids. I'm not going to go do this. I'm, my, my flesh might say, "Boy, you need to get involved in it." No, I'm not going to because I need to be here with the kids. You make a decision for others, and you you do it with a lot of time with those right around you, the joy of laying down your life for others. And then also as Jesus, that the, the joy of the presence of the living God, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. It's just joy all the way around, God's way. God's people, we just need, let's do that. Try to do that. My goodness. It's a fact that the world don't want to do that at all. It's all about me, what I can get, my rights. Let's don't act like that. Especially not here. Let this place be a place where people walk in and say, man, isn't that a breath of fresh air? Right? Let's stand if you will. Let's close out tonight.